The Yesterday and Today podcast is a fan-made, not-for-profit, just-for-fun compilation of chronological source materials as they pertain to the Beatles. The show is in no way affiliated with Apple Corps, nor any organization connected to John, Paul, George, or Ringo in any way, though we do consider ourselves premier members of the Bungalow Bill fan club. So kick back, turn off your mind, relax, and download the stream. We hope you will enjoy the show. Yesterday and Today, 1972. In this episode, we will cover July 28th through August 24th. Wings head back on the road from their days of rest. They travel over to Denmark and on August the 1st play the KB Holland in Copenhagen. This is the same venue that had hosted The Who, Led Zeppelin, Deep Purple, Jimi Hendrix, and The Beatles. Okay, this is it. So we got one more song, right? There's one more song left. So any of you are sitting down at this moment, just forget that fact and get off your bottoms and just, you know, jiggle there. This one's called...
Meanwhile, back in New York on Thursday, August 3rd, John and Yoko traveled to San Francisco, California in a further effort to find Yoko's daughter, Kyoko. They will remain in San Francisco until Sunday. ABC TV special journalist Geraldo Rivera covers their trip for an ABC Eyewitness exclusive in-depth special report on finding Kyoko. What's the status now of the search for Kyoko? Well, you know, August 3rd was Kyoko's birthday. And uh, last year, I didn't know where Kyoko was, except that um, he knew the lawyer's address and he sent a birthday present and it wasn't delivered to her. This year, we don't even know the where the lawyers are, so you can send a birthday present. I love the reaction of the people. They're all pointing. Oh, when you're going across country, that's one thing. Oh, yeah. When yeah. you were in, uh, in the middle of Nevada or the middle of Iowa, how did the people uh, react very to slowly. <laughs> <laughs> in the whole world yes. want to live. Nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one choice you don't get. We like to sort of live everywhere, you know? Yeah, New York. The ideal thing is to be a gypsy. Oh. Now we should turn around and go back up with it. Yeah. Watch out for the top on the left. The That's a nice thing to That's a nice thing to Here we have your typical old firehouse. Red and light, no insurance policy. We're coming into the sunlight again on a sort of street. I wish you'd have gone to Japan town. Bye-bye. 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 It is while on this trip that a concert to benefit the handicapped children of the Willowbrook School in New York was conceived. The one-to-one -one concert shows were sparked by Geraldo Rivera, the investigative reporter covering the Lennons in San Francisco. Rivera's documentary that aired a few months ago on the plight of mentally handicapped kids had exposed appalling conditions at New York's Willowbrook Hospital for Children. John and Yoko congratulated me after the expose. But Geraldo and the Lennons weren't the only New Yorkers who were shocked by conditions at Willowbrook and wanted to do something about them. It was a tremendous outpouring of something that had never happened and, and to that degree in terms of the emotional commitment of the New York community will probably never happen again. I mean, it was an issue that bus drivers were talking about and cops and uh, the intellectuals, you know, so it was a, it was a very broad-based issue. But rather than moving on to the next story, 
Rivera was moved to try to help. Rivera recalls contacting the Lennons regarding his concert idea. They were in San Francisco for, uh, I think they just, John just wanted to get away from the intense social scene that he had gotten himself into in terms of everyone had discovered the Bank Street house. There were people outside, even though it was on a quiet street. Uh, he had gotten wrapped up into a kind of a New York social scene. Anyway, he needed a break. He went to San Francisco. At the time that I decided that what we needed to do was some kind of fundraiser that would capitalize on this tremendous reservoir of compassion and concern, but I had no clear vehicle. And uh, I called him in San Francisco, and I said, uh, would you do this for me? And uh, obviously he had been asked a million times in his career to do something like that. And he said, let me think about it. And I, I talked a lot with Yoko about it, to John also. Gerardo Rivera is the one who thought of it, who was really hot on this issue about the mentally handicapped. And he came all the way to San Francisco to meet us. And uh, he convinced us to do this, you know. I went out to San Francisco. They were staying in uh, to get them to sign some papers so that everyone would know that this was legitimate just because a John Lennon concert was such a staggering event that no one ever considered that it would be real. Uh, and they did. They were very gracious the whole time and they were talking about the need for positive social progress and social change and this issue and others. And I remember in San Francisco we decided to do, to film a story about them being there and about their commitment to do this project. Why would you leave all this loveliness to go back to New York City in the middle of the summertime to do a concert for free? Because it's important and retarded children are like almost symbolic of all the pain on earth. And if we can help them in any way, well, we're, it's a start, you know. Where do you start? And I think you made a good start and we, we want to join in there. We all share that pain, you know, so we have to do something about it. The story I remember quite vividly. We walked around the docks around Giardelli Square and played some of his music. And then, and more remarkable than that, we went to the hotel suite that they were staying in. Uh, we filmed John singing rock and roll songs.
But at one point, Geraldo says, John almost bailed out of the project. I remember much later on, like 80% of the time had elapsed since that, the agreement and the concert when John got cold feet and said that he didn't want to do it, that he hadn't played in public in X years, I forgot how many, that he hadn't rehearsed with a band. Uh, the Madison Square Garden had sold out in a second, obviously, uh, and that he was just very nervous about it. He was just very nervous about appearing in public before with an unrehearsed band. He was still on the West Coast when this happened. He wasn't planning on coming back until a very brief time prior to. It was weeks, but limited weeks. That passed. They came back to New York, and they started rehearsing with Elephant's Memory. Working with them, I mean, you have to... John was like a... You know, a thoroughbred stallion. He was, you know, he, he could get spooked easily. But I must say, once they were committed to the project, it was a, basically a linear progression from A to Z getting the show on. The concert plans were set, and John and Yoko flew back to New York. Baby, baby, I'll have you Baby, baby, you 
While John and Yoko fly back to New York to rehearse for his upcoming concert at Madison Square Garden, Paul and Linda continue their Wings Over Europe tour. Just having traveled to Finland for two shows, Wings drove over to Sweden to play in Kungliga Hall in Stockholm on August 7th and in Dredis Hall in Orebro on August 8th. We're going to slow things down a bit now and do something from the last album, The Wild Left Album. This is called I Am Your Singer. The band then packed up the bus and route to Oslo, Norway, 
where they played one night until heading back to Sweden, playing the Scandinavian Hall in Gothenburg on Thursday, August 10th.
Following tonight's performance in Gothenburg, the Swedish police cut the PA system abruptly after the last song and awaited for Paul and Linda backstage. Apparently, customs officials found seven ounces of marijuana in a parcel that was sent in the post to Paul and Linda. The police questioned the McCartneys along with Denny Sywell and Paul's secretary, Rebecca Hines. After questioning, Rebecca was free to go, and the police charged Paul, Linda, and Denny with drug possession. They were taken to police headquarters for booking, where they all confessed to smoking marijuana. Paul went so far to say that he used hash almost on a daily basis. He was fined the equivalent of $1,000 U.S., while Linda was fined the equivalent of $200, and Denny was fined the equivalent of $600. They had all paid their fines and were allowed to leave and continue their tour of Sweden. Next day, August 11th, Wings play the Olympian in Lund. Okay, thank you. The next song is by Danny Lane. This is one Danny wrote, uh, and it's on our next album. And this song is called. Uh, it's called I Would Only Smile. 
Wings left Sweden the next day and traveled back to Denmark where they played the Finns Forum in Odense on August 13th, then the Wajelby Riskoff Holland in Arcus on August 14th. With only eight shows left on the tour, Wings fans started to grow in number and the band took a brief break as they drove to their next destination. Meanwhile back in London on August 15th and 16th at the Surrey Docks, Countdown! Well, it has been many moons since we've last seen each other. Are you well? Of course. Am I not always well? Great, just great. The planets still watch over me. Now tell me of yourself. Was your journey pleasant? It had its moments. Ringo Starr, along with Harry Nielsen, Keith Moon, Peter Frampton, Klaus Vorman, Ricky Farr, Bobby Keys, and Jim Price, who are collectively known as the Countdowns, begin filming three video tracks intended for the next Apple film production titled Countdown. And your musical studies, do they progress? I suppose so.
Bonham replaced Keith Moon, who left on the 16th to rejoin the current Who tour. I'm no longer one of you. It would be impossible for me to discharge my duties as Overlord. Meanwhile, the Wings Over Europe tour makes its way back to Germany, where the band play Hanover on August 16th. Good evening, all, and from heart welcome. The announcement is further. Unbelievable chorus from England, Wings.
Moving on after the show, the band drives to Holland, where they play the Evermanton in Groningen on August 17th and Dolan both in Rottingham on August 18th.
Rotterdam, the Wings Over Europe bus head to Breda, where they play Tourship on August 19th.
After the show, the band head to The Hague for two shows at the Congresscabone for Sunday and Monday. seven days Wings stayed in Holland, on August 20th, they appeared on the VPRO radio program Pop Smuck. Toward the end of the interview, the group gathered around Henry McCulloch, who was on piano as they played an improvised tune. Come on, mama, you're the meanest gal I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going out. And if you treat me mean next time. Complain to the queen. He's gonna complain to the queen. To the queen. We're gonna complain. 
down, the band travel back to Belgium on August 22nd and play the Cineroma Borgerhout in Antwerp.
The last night of the tour, Wings traveled back to Germany to play the Deutschland Hall in Berlin on August 24th.
Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Listen, uh, we're going to do one more song and then we're going to take a break. And you are too. And you can get a drink or something. Alright?
continuing in a moment, John and Yoko Lennon go to Madison Square Garden to record. And John and Elephant's memory plan a national tour. Next on Yesterday on Today. Or to contact the show, visit yesterdayandtodaypodcast.wordpress.com or email at yesterdayandtodaypodcast at gmail.com. Also visit at yesterdaypod on Twitter and search Yesterday and Today Podcast on Facebook. See you next time. I'm Paul Kaminsky. I'm James Kaminsky. And I'm Wayne Kaminsky. And we bring you the Kaminsky family of podcasts Yesterday and Today and the Third Men podcast. You might know me from one of those dumb voices I do, or my dad (laughs) from his better show than ours. (laughs) Wow. And we're here to tell you about some cool merchandise you can pick up for the show's As we mentioned in each episode, we do not in any way profit from these shows whatsoever, but to break even on some expenses, we have put up some cool merch that you can pick up to help support the show. Yes, some fun apparel, things you can put on yourself. Are we going to be selling Marks and Spence underwear? (laughs) Don't worry, we will. You can head to our social media pages. That's Facebook.com slash Yesterday and Today Podcast or Facebook.com slash Third Men. Or you could head to Society6 dot com slash Kaminsky Family Podcast. That's society the number six dot com slash K A M I N S K I Family Podcasts. Yeah, keep our lights on. I'm in the dark. <laughs> Dad, any words of wisdom? Hello, the lights just went out. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we need your help. <laughs> Buy stuff. Perhaps a coffee mug that you can enjoy a beverage out of while listening to our shows. And if you haven't got yours, please send forth in and get a free one. All right. Thank you, Dad. All right, we'll see you on the podcast, folks. Bye. It's audio. You can't see me.